0: Welcome to Seeking Alpha's Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Friday, June 17th, and I'm your host, Julie Morgan. Our top stories, refinancing, Amazon, and Twitter. But first, a look back and then a look ahead. A day after the Fed announced its largest rate increase in well over two decades, the Nasdaq let the market lower with a decline of more than 4%. Economic worries also sparked a 700-point drop in the Dow Jones, which closed below 30,000 for the first time since January of 2021. In a similar story, the S&P 500 ended below 3700 for the first time since December 2020. Looking ahead to today, the Dow, S&P, and Nasdaq futures ahead of the opening bell are up. The Dow up 211 points, the S&P up 37 points, and the Nasdaq up 149 points. We'll take another look at market futures as well as the world markets and crude oil in just a few minutes. In our day watch, Adobe gave a fiscal third-quarter forecast that fell short of Wall Street's expectations. After U.S. stock markets closed Thursday, Adobe said that for its third quarter, it expects to earn $3.33 a share on revenue of $4.43 billion. While analysts had earlier forecast Adobe to earn $3.40 a share on $4.51 billion in revenue. The company cited several factors as impacting its outlook, including summer seasonality, a foreign exchange headwind of $175 million that'll be spread across Adobe's third and fourth quarters, and the decision to cease all new sales in Russia and Belarus due to the war in Ukraine. Adobe's outlook took some of the shine off of what was a better-than-expected second-quarter report. For the period ending June 3rd, Adobe earned $3.35 a share on sales of $4.39 billion, which topped analysts' expectations for a profit of $3.31 a share on $4.35 billion in revenue. Beyond Meat stock slipped on Thursday after BTIG indicated the McPlant offered at McDonald's is not as popular as expected. One BTIG analyst told clients that the McPlant market tests at McDonald's were disappointing, coming in at or below the low end of sales projections, and the product won't be launched nationally in the second half of the year. He went on to say that management's sales guidance and their initial estimates were just too high. Now our top stories. Amazon loses a legal battle over whether customers can sue over lack of toxic warnings. The California Supreme Court left intact a ruling that allows customers to sue the e-commerce giant for failing to warn buyers that some products it sells may contain hazardous substances such as mercury. The original case in Alameda County was over a claim that the retailer knowingly allowed skin lightening creams to be sold on its website for years despite being aware of concerns about toxic mercury levels. Levels in such creams. Amazon said in a statement Thursday that safety is a top priority and that the products in question were removed a long time ago. This ruling could be used as legal precedent in state courts. Black Knight data shows just how much of an impact higher mortgage rates are having on the market to refinance mortgages. The firm's daily interest rate tracker shows that the 30-year conforming rate averaged 6.03% on Wednesday. Only 472,000 high-quality mortgage candidates remain that can stand to benefit from refinancing at current rates. That's the smallest the -the in-the-money population has been since at least 2000. Most of the mortgages are from 2008 or earlier. Black Knight calculates that the 472,000 borrowers could save an aggregate $143 million per month. That works out to an average savings of $309 a month. The firm defines refinance candidates as 30-year mortgage holders with a maximum 80% loan-to-value ratio and credit scores of 720 or higher, who could lower their current first lien rate by at least 0.75% by refinancing. Billionaire and presumptive Twitter buyer Elon Musk used a highly anticipated meeting Thursday to face employee questions, and he wasted no time in saying the media is not representing his $44 billion buyout deal accurately. Taking on the topic of free speech and moderation, Musk reportedly said that users should be allowed to say pretty outrageous things, so long as they're legal. Musk also praised TikTok, saying that Twitter needs to not show boring content, and TikTok does a great job of keeping people entertained. He also outlined a goal to grow the company's user base to 1 billion active users. Potential layoffs were a key employee question. Musk said Twitter's revenue needs to be higher than its costs, and that layoffs will be conducted based on performance reviews. He said the company needs to get healthy. He was only expected to answer questions for about an hour, but he went overtime. Now a word from Seeking Alpha. Seeking Alpha's Stock Screener picks top-value stocks with strong long-term growth potential. These top stock picks are beating the market 4 to 1. Investing your financial future today with these under-the-radar stock picks. Make the decision that over 200,000 other investors have made and get unlimited access to all premium tools, articles, and news, as well as exclusive quant ratings. Sign up now for our free two-week trial by visiting seekingalpha.com subscriptions. Other stories to look out for. According to Bloomberg, Chevron plans to spend $2.5 billion to build up its hydrogen business this decade. Last fall, the company said it was allocating $10 billion toward developing renewable fuels, hydrogen, and carbon capture through 2028. But it did not specify how the money would be split among various technologies. Hydrogen made from natural gas with carbon capture, so-called blue hydrogen, can be built at larger scale today than the renewable power-based alternative or green hydrogen. Zoom Info Technologies and online marketing service Bambora said they've confidentially settled their lawsuit over a years-long revenue-sharing agreement between the two parties. The case was about the revenue-sharing agreement and various privacy-related claims. The agreement was terminated in early 2020. Terms of the settlement were not disclosed. Taking a look at the markets at 6.20 a.m., Dow S&P and Nasdaq futures ahead of the opening bell are up. The Dow up 211 points, the S&P up 37 points, and the Nasdaq up 149 points. Crude oil is up 0.8 percent in the world markets. In London, the FTSE is up 0.8 percent, and the German DAX is up 1.1 percent. Japan's Nikkei is down nearly 2.2 percent. On today's economic calendar, Jerome Powell speaks at 8.45 a.m. and at 10 a.m. the leading indicators. Don't forget the markets are closed Monday in observance of Juneteenth. So we'll see you right back here Tuesday morning. Until then. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thanks for listening. For the best investment analysis and news on the web, go to seekingalpha.com. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, the Cannabis Investing Podcast and the Marketplace Roundtable Podcast on those platforms as well. I'm your host, Julie Morgan. Go out and make it a great day.